right. We have video of the Buddha tree. It's uh, <clears throat> as described. Oh, that's, oh, well. It's as described. It's as described, which is hard to explain. <laughs> I think someone just put a Buddha in front of their Christmas tree and took a picture. I think that's what happened. Or maybe a dead peacock that they wrap their feathers in uh, lights. Um, maybe pre-lit. Never know. You can get a lot of things on Amazon. Did you guys see the Carolina Panthers giving, like, open kickoff tryouts to their Oh, players? that was the best. Yeah. Okay. That okay. was the best. I mean, Tyler were dying. I was watching these guys just shank kicks. Like I felt like it would have been, it would have looked like if Jimmy or Ty just went out there and tried to boot a ball. They, some of them had good distance on it. Like I, I think Jimmy could probably kick it pretty far, maybe. But just the way they just shank it straight left, you're like, oh wow, these kickers, they must really practice on this thing. And then they, they look still human. Twenty kicks. They didn't look like professional athletes. They looked human. Well, I think uh, Goose Island. Did that in Chicago a couple of years ago? They had uh, forty-yard kicks set up, and we're giving away giving away something to whoever could make it. And these, you know, just regular human beings trying to kick a fucking field goal. It's it's not easy, and it's pretty damn funny. <laughs> I've known some people that could punt it. Like I've been around, obviously Jimmy when he was coaching. Me and Alex were filming, being down there. Like I've seen some people that can punt it decently. I'm not saying it's easy to punt because to be a professional, you got to be really, really great at it. But I've seen some people punt the ball pretty far. It's been rare that I've ever seen somebody just line up. We went to high school with a kid that could boot some pretty good size field goals, but I don't think that I've really ever seen it in person. I've gone to some college games, but I don't think I've ever seen a kicker that was just money. And so maybe you're right. Building off last week, Jim, maybe you're right. We uh we don't give them enough credit. But I still feel like a ton of kickers miss a lot of kicks, and I just don't remember it. I mean this frequency in the past. Like there and it's never been such a round how um, that's uh, revolving door is what I meant to say of kick. I feel like there's a lot more franchises that go through, you know, in the from ninety to two thousand five, I feel like you know, of 32 franchises, like 20 of them had one kicker for 20 years. Like, it, probably not literal, but, you know, 10 years or more. Was, was Jeff? Will, Will? Jeff Wilkins, yeah. Money Will? Wilkins, yeah. I mean, he was with the. And there's a plenty of guys. Vinatieri. Like, Vinatieri. Al Del Greco. Like, there was. There was Did Janikowski of, really ever miss? Like, I feel like no, Janikowski he was, was a, solid. He was, they, the guys they miss, but like oh, Jimmy said, they, yeah. they made him take. He Janik, if Janikowski, not to dip back into the replacements, but if Janikowski's not the guy <laughs> smoking a cigarette and then like flicking it into the dirt before he kicks the sixty-five <laughs> yarder, I don't know who is. Like just the the contrast and difference between Justin Tucker name? and Sebastian Janikowski. Nigel, what is his name? Nigel, what? It, it's definitely Nigel. I don't know. You have a great memory in in, in terms of replacements <laughs> trivia. <laughs> if there's ever a replacements trivia, I'm bringing you Nigel. I can hear him. Oh God, what's his last name? 
Barkley, which brings me to my next next point, is he the biggest bust ever now, Jim? Like, is he starting to enter into Ryan Leaf territory? Like, what is no, that? no? Barkley's shown us flashes of oh my god, and then he kept getting hurt, kept getting hurt. Um, what's his name? Leaf never showed flashes ever in his career. Now, if you would have said Lawrence, if you would have said Trevor, not Barkley, Saquon. Saquon know, has shown us he can play in the NFL. For a running back to go in the top five? Look at the team he's on, dude. That team is awful. It's so I bad. Know a lot of, I know a lot of really bad teams that had good running backs that weren't this bad. And he's rarely ever he on the say field. Ryan Leaf. No. Did you see the catch he had? I know it was, you know, didn't mean anything. Sticky gloves. Did you see, did you course, see the catch he had? The, the old sports gloves. reporters want to jump out of it. Mark Schlereth jumping out of his skin because Saquon Barkley caught one pass in 13, 14 weeks. Did they win the game? No, they lost because they can't score because they suck because Barkley's not good. I'll never draft him again. Now, that I agree with. I will never draft Barkley in a fantasy league again. And... You know, next year when none of us do, somebody will steal him that we hate in the league the most. And no, it's he'll return back to form. That's just that's just how our luck is, gentlemen. We all know it is. No, I just think he's well, washed I up. I don't know if it's all based on that, Jim, because we all between the three of us, we're all having a chance of, you know, we're in the playoffs in our league. So, like, I don't think that you could only be like, oh, that's just our luck, because we've all had bad luck with injuries and we've all succumbed it. But Barkley has not. So, I, no, I don't think those are related. It's not just, oh, I'm I just don't think that he is <clears throat> even close to the back that he was supposed to be via hype. And he's still got time. I, I'm well, just I saying mean, right now, I haven't seen this first year. He had 1,300 yards. Judging him on performance. The second yeah, so year. Did Trent league, Richardson. So does Trent he Richardson. He had 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. Last year, didn't play a game. Well, he played one game. This year, he's got, you know, yeah, 500 yards, two touchdowns. Not you the really best petered, year. You really petered out there. Uh, there's a lot of guys that... But for you to say and, Ryan Leaf, I mean, come yeah, on. But what do you do? What Do you know what Ryan... Like, you act like you watched his games. I'm just saying, <laughs> that guy took a bad rap, too. There's probably oh, guys that are bigger busts than game. both of them. I'm just saying Steve for a run... Running backs don't go in. Isaiah but Wilson. <laughs> comparatively, because you're going to say that, you could say Jamarcus Russell, you could say Matt Liner, you could talk about a ton of guys at quarterback, yeah. but those guys all get drafted. There's so many quarterbacks that don't live up to hype. I'm talking yeah, about he getting drafted, drafted in the top five as a running this? back. Ryan Leaf started, okay? Are you listening to me? He started <laughs> 25 games in three and a half years. And he only threw 13 touchdowns. Think about that. That is Ryan Leaf bus. He did nothing. In the so he NFL. had almost as many touchdowns <laughs> as what you just explained to us Barkley has had. Yeah, but team. he's a quarterback throwing exactly. the ball. Exactly. And a running back in the top five doesn't happen. Even Adrian Peterson was like the eighth or ninth pick overall. And he was supposed to be the greatest of all time. And he lived up to those expectations more than really most Anybody does at any position, but a running back in the top five. 
I don't know. I just don't. Well, you can't blame that. You can't blame Barkley that he was selected there. The Giants just may have been stupid. Okay, so if you're going to defend Barkley by only referring to the team he was drafted to, then that opens up a whole different layer of people talking about where guys ended up. Like, I, I don't think that that there's a lot of players that are good and a lot of players that are pretty good and don't live up. I think good players go to teams and and they have good numbers regardless. I don't think it's all, oh, you can only do that. Because that would be like saying Derrick Henry, right? Like, he didn't get drafted into a great scenario. He kind of built them. Why isn't Barkley doing that for the Giants? Well, to answer your question. got drafted second round in the same same year year as And he's been better. Yeah, and you you guys use the two examples of teams that have literally built their team to run the ball. Literally, they, all they do is run the ball. Offensive lines are usually great. They're great at play action. Anyway, I, so to answer your question, no, I am not putting him in Ryan Leaf territory Dalvin Cook yet. not drafted in the second round, though? Like, I know it wasn't the same year, but wasn't he a late first-round pick or a early second-round pick? And he, the Vikings, I think, I think are a lot like the Titans and Tannehill. Is, I think Cousins is like Tannehill, where they can only do so much. They're not that good when things aren't going right, but they can be good when things are. And I just like I think they kind of built that team around the running game as well, and that's why their passing game so successful. Yeah, things weren't going round. very right. Things weren't going very right yesterday for the Titans and Tannehill, were they? I not for Tannehill. No, their defense was pretty their good. Defense was as many things that went right for Big Ben. I think went wrong for Ryan Tannehill. It's about four things. Well, you were right. They had no chance of winning that game. You were right. No. Well, they had a very small chance, and then when they stepped and met on the uh, fifty-yard yeah, line, the low, was, that changed. Then everything. it went to nothing. Yeah, that <laughs> changed nothing. Yeah, no, they they that do that. All. They do that on most of their road games. No, I think that changed everything because at half, Tomlin replayed the video. He's like, "Hey, listen, I wasn't aware of this before the game started." And now I am aware of it. And so you guys got to play well now because you guys didn't look that good this half, but they stomped on the Steeler logo. Like the fact that anybody would think that matters is kind of funny, but 1913, it was a disgusting game. A lot of calls for the Steelers. And if you really judge by the the rule book, that Simmons uh, roughing the passer, not a roughing the passer. You're in midair, you get pushed in the back. It was not. It was by definition, by definition, not not a roughing the passer because he was pushed by a offensive blocking player while he was in midair. God bless Trey Turner for pushing him into big. Yeah, it was it was big. Definitely a big play. Definitely. But yeah, the Steelers, they look like they're probably going to win the Super Bowl now. Don't you agree? The defense. We're only going to go as far as our defense takes us. I've and never Basel. seen somebody somebody as good as Watt that's a bigger white every time every time he has a physical play he cries like I don't understand he's such a G and then he has to come off the field is that just a, a, a Watt family just scar tissue I don't understand they give it, it. they're, they're all, man. so good they're so goddamn good they give it their all like no one else does it yeah football's a tough game Kind of like your boy Julio. He gave it his all for goddamn 11 years. He's he not my boy. Out there. No, he's never been. I, I, said, I said before he came that I would have rather had Corey Davis. So in zero ways is Julio Jones my boy. Um, they made a very bad trade, obviously, once again. But that's 
what they've been known for the last two years. Front front office is not done well. Um, They'll give you the, winning seasons, but that's about it. We'll see what happens. They're not very, very good. They're one of the worst offensive teams, but the defense looked good. And so road game, Tennessee's, t- or Tennessee's a tough team, but very difficult to play at Pittsburgh. But losing a lead, that's I think that's on coaching a little bit. Even though you know, run the damn you know, ball, run the your damn offense. Ball. <laughs> your offense was inconsistent. The Steelers' defense pass rush was amazing. I thought it was a good game. I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching the final drive there with all the drama. But yeah, I think How the Steelers. About that? We had guys on their stomachs trying to eye that fucking ball. That was, that was crazy. Well, how about that? that spot, was weird. Though? How is the, how do they even get that spot? He wasn't even close. Westbrook was never even close. They got that like, close. If they would have, have just no like clue. not reviewed that. Jimmy would have been going insane oh, because that was imagine, a first. Could oh. you imagine all oh. the rumors of oh, the Vrabel Belichick <laughs> effect? Like if they oh. would have given the Titans oh. a first down oh. on that, oh. I would have stopped watching football because I'm like he's two yards behind the line. Like they couldn't. They tried, close. and they're like, "Sir, we can't keep this game." They going. buzzed down. They're like two yards behind the line. We will be they caught. Up. We cannot. <laughs> what did you think about the pass interference on Buster's screen, though? I know they called a holding on the offense and they offset. I thought that was one of the greatest plays I saw from a defensive back all year, and they called pass which one? The one on Claypool in the end zone? Scr- on, no, Buster. No. no, that one was arguable. I'm, I'm not going to argue that, about yeah, that. that. I was going to say that one was his arm was down. Yeah, he pulled him down. I'm talking about the deep ball down the sideline where Screen made a great play and knocked it away, and then they ended up calling pass interference on, on the Deontay. defense. Uh, no, it might have been Dion. I thought it was Chase. It was Claypool down the right sideline. Uh. And they ended up calling holding on the Steelers on the defensive pass rush, but they called defensive pass interference on the Titans, which I thought was a complete joke because I've never seen a cornerback make that clean of a play. Like he followed him down the sideline. He didn't push him and he jumped up and knocked the ball down. And I thought they were going to call offensive pass interference. And so I was just shocked by the whole thing. And it ended up being offset redo down. And I think maybe the Steelers punted on that. I'm not saying it was like, a big impact. I'm it just bringing me into the bigger point of all the things I've seen refs do in the past 48 hours that again, 50 milliliters have been talking about this. I think refs are bad at their job. I know that it's live action. I get it, but there's some obvious things that they put coaches in bad positions. They got real. They've gotten bad. They've gotten bad. I I have examples. I think that they, they probably try to call things to cater to the rules like if you don't think it's a touchdown call it a touchdown so you can review it or if you don't think it's a fumble then call it a fumble so you can review it i get that stuff but i'm talking about plays that aren't like that where they call it the opposite way and force the coach to challenge it when it seemed obvious i have examples let me give you a couple they're not all the titans don't worry deontay foreman that when his when his ass hit the ground, it was a full half second before that ball came out, and they still almost made Vrabel throw the challenge flag, and then took forty five seconds and reversed it. Okay, great. Today, David Montgomery fumbling that ball. They call him down. That ball was out before his knee was six inches from the ground, and make Matt Nagy, or no, they make Mike Zimmer. Sorry, my apologies. Call a challenge. And yes, he won the challenge, but he had to use a challenge, right? So that's one of your two challenges. 
They don't know how to measure. Obviously, the, the, the example that we just spoke about, the Steelers won that game clear and clear on that fourth down. If you want to throw everything out that led up to that play, fourth and six, there's never a doubt the Steelers stopped them. Joe Hayden hit them a full yard and a half before the line or the line to gain. They take four real-time minutes to sort that out. They th- the measurement was garbage, the spot was garbage. It was all terrible, all just to be like, oh yeah, Steelers won, which we saw real time happen on the screen. <laughs> The roughing call I already touched on, but here's another one. Wait a second. Okay. What about the one tonight where Nagy almost had to throw his cha- like they Nagy threw his challenge flag when Kirk came up short of the line and they gave him a first down. That was and the last one just, I had on the list. He, oh, and they just he, all of a sudden they're punting. All of a sudden they're punting. Dude, he was he was a yard and a half short of that. Mm-hmm. And they gave him a first down. And yeah. Not only was he a yard and a half short, he started giving himself up. If Taylor Heineke, remember that play against Green Bay six weeks ago when Taylor Heineke was clearly scoring a touchdown, but they said he gave himself gave up. up. Where where his <laughs> cousin's front arm went down was a yard and a half short, just like Westbrook's was tackled mm-hmm. last yesterday. Before, like that was after he gave himself up. He should have been another yard or yard and a half behind where they put the ball. And I'm just like, I don't get what they're looking at. Like, I don't. But they didn't even give you any explanation. All of a sudden, the Vikings were punting. Like, they're just like, oh, yep. Like, it took them. They were able to say that quick. Like, well, how wasn't the Titans that quick? I don't get it. It's very, it's, it's like you have all these people watching the game. You have all this technology. Like, it should, you should be able to review, make these calls. Like, it's not that hard. How about this? A clear fumble, in my opinion, by Racy McMath against the Steelers. Again, another one that should have just been done. The Steelers clearly got the ball. Hayden jumped Superman, picked that ball off out of the air on a fumble. His nothing touched down. They took (laughs) seven real-time minutes to review that. Seven. Seven minutes. And he was nothing touched down. it, It was a clear fumble. I'm just saying nobody in the middle class or lower class could do their jobs that poorly and maintain their jobs. Like they would get fired just, if they made like the, these many mistakes. Just like the people in government. They they're always getting paid cuz we always have to pay taxes. <laughs> Not going to lose their jobs. Jimmy, can you say something to te- keep Alex from taking this into the goddamn no, west just, wing? I'm just I'm just <laughs> just just saying we always going to have to pay Uncle Sam. Until we band together and don't. I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. Um, how many refs are on the field at a time? Seven, I think. I is thought what it is? 11, right? Because if you got to count the guys in the end zone, right? So seven plus four. Or did those guys only run out there? I thought that it was 11. I thought that those guys stood out there. They just stand out there the whole possession in case somebody kicks a 95-yard. In case Tucker is feeling good and kicks a 95-yard field goal, they're just always out there. Put it on the poll. Let's That's see. a good one. Are the are the, yeah, are the field judges always on the field? What about the what about BJ twenty seven? Seven officials operate the field. Oh, no, that's a great one, Jimmy. He was Tonight, right there. Alex and I were watching the game at the same time, and David and Joku's <laughs> toe was out of bounds, much less his heel being seven inches out of bounds. Remember the Julio call from week two when it was big controversy and his heel touched down out of bounds and they called it back? 
David Njoku's toe was out, and back judge 27, BJ, was standing seven inches from the play and called it a touchdown. I'm like, is that because they want the review, or are you legit blind? Because that should have never been reviewed. <laughs> he may not have known the rule. Exactly. That Look, Jimmy's toe was out of bounds. At first, his toe wasn't out of bounds. I think you're wrong, Greg. You got to think about that for a second. I think your analysis is poor. Enlighten me. I just, I, I got to agree with Jim. On what? Tell him, Jim. No, no, yes. he asked you. Man, man, the only thing you have to worry about stop, is Alex, the stop, Washington stop. football team winning tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, oh, that's a great, that's even a greater point. Since Min's trying to stir the pot about something he knows nothing about. Jimmy is actually moved into the one seed for getting the tattoo because his team is now four wins away from his allotted total. My team is on it with three games yeah, left. Yeah, how am I in first? Wait a minute, because, I want to know because, this. Because I have I have the Cardinals at, at 10 and 7. You have the Ravens at 12 and 5. The Ravens have eight wins, and the Cardinals now are 10 and 4 which means I'm three games closer or one game closer. I'm three games away from my number. You're four games away from your number. Yeah, but isn't Min like four or three games away from his Min number? Has, Min has Washington with three wins. So that's why I said if you ever read, but I, I don't blame you for not. I'm just saying you don't read. And I said it earlier, if Washington wins tomorrow, you guys will be tied. You'll both be four wins from your win total. Tick, tick, tick. Arizona Cardinals. I don't and the think Lions. you're right about that. What, what, okay, so what part do you think I'm wrong about? Bye weeks are over. So tell How me. How would we be tied? Because if listen, just hypothetically, if the Ravens went out, I was one win. I was one game away. If the Redskins went out, he's how many games away? I said that it depends on tomorrow's game first, going into next week. It's the first thing I said. If the Ravens, if the Ravens had lost to the Packers as they did, and the Redskins win, then Min actually goes into that top seed. He'd be a game ahead of you at that point because he has them at three wins, and they would have seven wins. Okay, so he'd be four away. You'd be four away. But technically, I would think that. I don't know, with, unless Lamar Jackson's going to come back, like, I guess, you know, men would be in the... Just saying, wh what don't you get? He had him at 3-14. and 14. If they win tomorrow against sure. the Eagles, then, then he would have four more wins than his allotted total, and you would have four less wins than your allotted total. How is that different? You're four games off. The Washington football team has six wins right now. He yes, and if they three. win tomorrow, they'll have so seven. He's three off. Okay, and if they win tomorrow, they'll be four and you're four off. off. Correct. And one so you'd off. be tied. You're not. You have them at not twelve right. and five. As as they lay right. You're, now. That's assuming they win the out, Jimmy. To, I'm saying current standings. Lose out. They would have to Corre lose out. Correct. I'm saying current standings. How are you judging this? Pretending everybody wins every game. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? You'll see. I'm not in the one seed. So can you explain to us why you're confused? I'm not confused. Is this what happens on this part of the segment? Greg, <laughs> I, back to you, I don't back you up. 
What What do you no, mean? I, I'm just asking a question. It's simple That's math. All. It's simple math. Very simple math. Where is the record right now compared to the win total that you said they were going to get? All that matters. It has nothing to do with what they win out. That's why I'm just saying week by week updates. Like just like, week by week. Yes, we're not. Yeah. There's Everybody nothing decided. Ravens 12-5 is what Jimmy has predicted. Correct. And, and they right are, now the standings are at 8-6. I mean, it makes sense to me. After you and they're four it, games off. They're four oh, games. Okay. After I explained it, now it makes sense. Okay. Oh, I didn't ask the question. I knew what you were talking about, but the more you come, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I was right. Yes, and if the Redskins win, that's bad for men. Does that make sense, Jimmy? He needs the Redskins to lose. I do need them to lose. And you need the Redskins to win, Jimmy. Does it make sense well, now? He needs the Washington football team to lose, not the Redskins. You're right. Let's that's very that. that's very insensitive that. of me. Yeah, that that is a that's very the, good thing that's to, to scurry out of your hole. That is a very good way of backtracking into you taking some type of righteousness. I appreciate it. Percy, Jim, how's it feel? I just need. At least the, the Steelers are 500. One more game and the Redskins to win one more game, and I'm tattoo free. That's all I need to happen. Correct. <laughs> that is correct, sir. See, that I knew what I was talking about it. the whole time. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa, whoa. How Thank about you this? For proving my point. What about Huntley, though? I mean, that he guy can ball. He, Dude, is. he can ball. Is there, a, I mean, man. Makes me sick that the Ravens' backup is better than all four of our quarterbacks. Jimmy, Jimmy, I just said that to Alex earlier today. I swear to God, I'm like, look at the Ravens. This is a great organization. Your backup quarterback can do more with less than Ryan Tannehill, who got $35 million a fucking year. Unbelievable. Tyler Huntley is going to be getting, like, and they still have control over him. I don't even know if he's going to be able to go anywhere, but that scheme, whatever it is, that dude balled yesterday. And I, you know, I don't know why Harbaugh keeps blaming the quarterbacks for the, the just kick it and go to overtime. Like trust your D you that scared of Rogers. Exactly. Like, they, they, were, 20. they were holding you guys into the game. And I mean, shit, they made a couple stops there at the end to get you to be able to come back and tie them. Yes. I just don't get why he. I think he's now trying to live up to the. What do you think, Jimmy? Because the they did against the, the analytics say go for two. Like, yeah, that, but like, at some point, I think it's kind of like also your reputation, right? You're like, oh, I don't want to back down now because St- Brandon Staley went for all well, he's those. Like, and he's like, you know, he's like, if if Lamar would have just made you know a better pass, we would have won that game. Well, it, hey, his record—he can say that all he wants, but now he's maybe just, that's, he's you know, just like maybe it's going to be redemption, and and the same thing happened. Huntley, his pass was a little off. His pass was a little off. It would have been more to the outside, possible that he threw it into triple coverage, and like everybody, it didn't get tipped. Andrews. It didn't get tipped. It didn't get tipped. It was, it was a just, bad pass. It was, but inside. It was a bad play design. Oh, it wasn't a great play call at all. That's the play call that you're calling to win a game. It yeah, got it's... touched by two Packers before he got t- and it never touched a Raven. So it didn't get tipped. It didn't get tipped. It it did, and then it went into the hands of a Packer player, and he dropped the pick. It was thrown straight to that Packers player. Okay, there. You, whatever. Yeah. Great. I thought there was a fingertip on the guy guarding Andrews in the front on the goal line, but still, it, it never it touched just... a Raven. 
No bad play calls. call. Play, bad play call. What this does is puts the Steelers in a position to go beat the Ravens and take control. Well, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, the Bengals. So man. Like they, well, if they beat. Here's what it comes down to: the Bengals have the exact same schedule as the Steelers. We played the same three teams to end our year, and that includes the Browns, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. We need to go two and three. They need to go one and three. Period blank. That's what's gonna come down to our season. You have the Chiefs next week with extra time. With extra time in Arrowhead. Hopefully, your offense can. Hopefully, it don't look like they look. It ain't gonna be the offense. The defense is gonna win us that game, and hopefully, Andy Reid is hard headed and doesn't run the ball and just wants to throw it all day with Patty. If he runs the ball with Clyde and Williams, they're going to gash us for 300 yards and probably whoop our ass. If they drop back 50 times, we'll have a chance. We'll have a fighter's chance if TJ Watt's healthy. Isn't it? It's called a puncher's chance, to be clear. Uh, eh. Depends who you ask. Tomato, tomato. A fighters, a fighter's chance. It is. It's a fighter's chance. The guy's a fighter. He's got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not an easy schedule for the Steelers. That's no. a tough way to finish it, for sure. Yeah, I'm not scared of the Browns or the Ravens, but yeah, the Chiefs is gonna. That's gonna be a toughie, for sure. So, so are we all at this point? Like, because if I have one to, and I'm still sticking with my like last week update, Chiefs. I said, you know, I know Jimmy's got the Chargers guaranteed win the division and going to the Super Bowl, but I'm sticking with the Chiefs. The Colts are the one Colts, team I could yeah. see beating Watch. the Chiefs just because Watch the out. way they play football and they're fast on defense. It's a tough team, man. Well, and when they can just... run the ball, when you can run the ball that well and milk <laughs> milk the clock and score touchdowns doing it, you're I mean, and then your defense backs you up. They're just gonna team. have to go. They're just gonna have to go on the road Car- most likely, unless unless the Titans they, lose all three, in which then yeah. they'll be all right. But Carson, they haven't had to rely on Carson much. Which is probably not a terrible thing, but I still, I I expect him to make plays. The guy's a stud. He's, he's a playmaker. I know people want to say he's trash, but I just think those people don't watch football. So listen to this. Here's how the AFC North's going to end. The Bengals (laughs) play the Ravens, then they play the Chiefs, and then they close the season out at um, Cleveland. Okay. We go to Cincinnati, come back home versus the Browns, and then finish in Baltimore. You go to KC. Yes, we go to KC this week. The Which Browns, is very prominent in this conversation. <laughs> listen, the Browns go to Green Bay this week. Then they come to Pittsburgh, and then they finish at home versus the Bengals. And the Ravens go to Cincinnati. This week, go back home versus the L.A. Rams and then back home to end the season versus the Steelers. So it's literally going to come down to the last week if I and we're probably going to need help. If so I what guess. you're saying Our, is that if the Steelers and the Bengals both beat the Ravens and Washington loses tomorrow, then you're in deep water. Very if, they, deep. if I would so happily get a tattoo if we could somehow win the North this year. 
in Big Ben's last year. Absolutely. All right. All right. <laughs> Nothing, no better way to honor Big, Big Ben than There's getting a Browns no, tattoo. No other way. You know why? Because I'll put his record underneath it. That's why, which is about 38 and four. Perfect. We'll all look for a loophole, and then that's why I'll make it the Ravens because I don't think his record's nearly as good against the Ravens. Uh, I think he's got a winning one, but it's not he might, he might as well be undefeated against the Browns and the Bengals, except for when the <laughs> Bengals beat him by 45 earlier this year. But that's, other than that... It happens. That's football. Not really. It doesn't really happen that often. It's football. It wasn't, was that in Cincy or in Pittsburgh? Because I thought it was in Pittsburgh. No, they, no, 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 no. They Nippy, just recently but, whooped our ass. The bird. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, the bird. Yeah, it was in, that was, it was we in didn't Pittsburgh. have a sack. Yeah, that ruined Bengals, our street. Yeah, the Bengals dominated TJ, Minka, back. Alex Highsmith, they were all out. It would be truly embarrassing, though, to, to end last season the way they did and not bounce back some way because Big Ben comes back one more year after getting obliterated by the Browns in Pittsburgh in the divisional round. And Baker Mayfield just balls. And if Big Ben doesn't answer that call, that is a bad way to go out. <laughs> For his career being a Hall of Famer, it's just like they have to do something. They have to make a move because if not, it just looks like, oh, gosh, why, why did you come back? Like you just set us two years back in our development. Their no. offense is bad. Their offense is so bad, dude. It's like, not the offense. It's Big Ben, and we need like losing David DeCastro to. Jim, I don't know what happened guard. to him. Jim, Jim, you all had hundred. You had one hundred and sixty-eight yards of offense. I understand you won the game, but how is it not the offense? It's definitely the offense. It's one of the worst. It's it, uh, the Titans and the Steelers have two of the worst five offenses in football yes. right now. I don't it's, think it's the actual players out on the field, though. I think this Matt Canada character is yeah, he's terrible. Matt Canada awful. is awful. He is so bad, awful, so bad. But their offensive line's terrible too, just like the Titans. And you're not going to well, win. Yeah, many we games. lose Marquise Pouncey. We lose David DeCastro because his ankle. I yeah, guess, welcome is to our world. Terrible. Welcome to our world. Yeah, but that was just so weird out of nowhere. They just cut him. They're like, yeah, yeah. I guess we. The doctor said your ankle's done. So see ya. Goodbye in the prime of his career. Yeah, we great weren't expecting franchise. that. Great, I mean, great loyal franchise there. Well, what do you? Hey, I mean, we paid what's his nuts for like two years after oh, you were confused, and now you're very clear on it. That's what I'm just, just happened I'm in just five seconds. You know, we're not. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. It's a business, guys. It's a business. It's a business. I will give it to you guys both bluntly. The Titans and the Steelers are not winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> just not going to happen. Hey, just like COVID not injuries, happen. you never know. Just get healthy. Jim, they're getting, get healthy they're, getting, in the playoffs. they're getting lighter on the COVID. You never the know. COVID, the COVID protocols. Yeah, they're going to make sure that the vaccinated player, which, not to make this political, if you got the vaccine and the FDA or whoever else, Fauci said originally that this is what it took to stay rather immune and you still want to wear a mask. Great. But I think that the vaccinated players shouldn't have to go through the same protocols as the unvaccinated players. I don't like, why should they? No, Alex? they shouldn't. But isn't, isn't Baker vaccinated and he still failed somehow. No, but that's what he's saying. Alex is saying they're going to change the protocols for the people that are to where, you know, I guess like Mike that's Ryan was called. saying on the Dan Levitard show, like, we're going to move into an area where it's more like the flu and you start to treat it like, oh, you're vaccinated. Okay, you just live your life this way. 
they're only doing it because it's sports and it's a cash grab. They wouldn't do that in your line of business, probably. There's just no proof that it that a vaccinated player or an unvaccinated player. Maybe not, but is, it's is it's, not it's pat- part of the rules pat- that the NFL put in place, though, right? Well, like, I'm not yeah. talking about America. I'm not talking well, about I'm your just, life. I'm talking about the NFL shield. Just all in line with MLB. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm just saying they put these the guidelines into place, right? And I don't think that vaccinated people should be treated the same way as unvaccinated if I'm being told the truth by people that in, are in charge of health, which I don't necessarily think I am, but I think the majority of people believe that they are. And so that's what I believe is going on, and that's why I think the NFL, you know, these players... It's just some segregation, you, know? you can't You can't change rules based on conspiracies, though, right? Like, I get what you're saying. I, and I it's agree. not a conspiracy. People that it's, are vaccinated. No, it's, and people it's a conspiracy in the way of an opinion, right? No, I'm saying that if you're vaccinated or you're unvaccinated, you can still pass and give someone else COVID. The vaccine sure. is not keeping you from getting COVID. Maybe, it's only supposed to make your symptoms milder. According period. to guidelines, you're safer with it than without it. So why wouldn't the NFL follow that? No, I know. I understand. Yeah, it's just that. like the mask. You're safer with it than without it, supposedly. Right. Which is, again, I'm not talking about real world stuff. I'm just talking strictly about the NFL. I don't think that the vaccinated should be treated as the unvaccinated just because of the protocols that they put in place. But in the real world, I, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, as long as you think that so, you're doing the right thing, then do whatever you want. I don't. I mean, well, don't I kill people. Be but any, I mean, any player that has symptoms, yeah, you should you should be tested. For COVID right then, you should ha- take a COVID test. If you have flu-like symptoms, if you don't have any symptoms at all, sure, make them wear masks or whatever. It shouldn't be the vaccinated don't have to test unless they have flu-like sy- symptoms, but the unvaccinated have to test continually like they have been doing. I just, that's how it should be. I think if you have symptoms of any kind of flu, test. Because that's what I would do anyways, right? Don't they already test them though, regularly? Yeah, then that, they're trying to avoid that because they're getting all these positive tests that these players, not all these players are actually sick or showing symptoms. It's a it's a deep conversation for sure, but I mean, it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. And if they're going to change the protocols, it's because of the guidelines that they put in place before the season. Oh, I mean, Antonio know. Brown got suspended three games for allegedly lying about it. So I'm just saying, why would they like, they're not going to just like, Oh no, it's just symptom based now. Like I get what you're saying, Alex. It's just not going to happen. Like in any, in well, any I just, reality. Like, like I, I understand that. I just, I just personally don't, I think it should be that way. I know that you personally don't believe something, but there's a huge mass of people that think differently. So that's why the vaccinated players are still testing positive for COVID. I just don't understand why an unvaccinated player. That's why they're changing the protocols though. Just like you (laughs) said. Yeah. So they can't get these false positives for people that don't have any symptoms. What you should do is you should bring us the data, the scientific data that show us that the unvaccinated players that carry it are the same internally as the ones that are. And then we can just sort this thing out. Cause I don't know. I have well, no idea. It, I'm the not vaccine a scientist. is only supposed to make the symptoms milder. They're, they're supposed to save you, protect you. What does you that even mean it, though? Milder. It's, it's supposed to make, and you can't also use the word case. supposed to, I don't think. Right. Like, well, I don't, I don't, exactly. I don't, don't know. Right. 
The NFL is not going to go off like one person's like, oh, I don't think it should be this way. I don't think it's just one person. I don't think I'm just the only person um, that has seen it. I mean, there's (laughs) it's all over the news. It's all over research. Yeah, news is a good place. Yeah, news is a good place to get your own individual. I can. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I just just go by what the NFL guidelines are. They're not going to change it. Is what I'm saying. I'm not speculating. No, but you're agreeing with it. No, I think that they should stick with the guidelines they've had all season, or treat the vaccinated players different differently because. Like there, it's a, it's a privilege. People say, oh, you go to the DMV to get your plates and you get the, because, because it's a privilege to drive. Well, I think that playing in professional sports is a privilege. So yeah, if the, if a specific league is going to make a guideline and it's a privilege to play in it, then you should follow it or you are subject to be treated differently. Yeah. I think that's pretty cut and dry. You don't have to. And I think that's why they're going to change the protocols. I'm just going by observations, though, not making opinions. I'm not saying right or wrong. I don't I don't give a shit what these players do outside of their day job. I'm just saying the NFL is not going to change because they got to respect the shield, quote, unquote. <laughs> respect the shield, baby. Not for long. What does that mean? That's what it stands for. The shield. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Most people think it's the National Football League, but it really stands for not for long. And why do they believe that? Because everything involved in it. Unless you're Isn't it like down. the highest grossing like professional sports league in the world? It is. It's just you don't you're not for long when you go in there. Once it takes you in right out of college. No matter if you're a coach or a player, it's not for long. Ask, oh, so you mean players that are a part of the machine ask Urban. are not for long. <laughs> ask Urban what it means. He he probably doesn't even know where he's at right now. <laughs> he's at that bar in Ohio, guaranteed. Brian having a beer. He's like, listen. All the coaches that I coached were losers. <laughs> they never showed me a win on their resume and their lives. But I hired him, and it's their fault for losing because I don't play James Robinson. You think he uh, kicked Lambo? <laughs> what does that picture look like? Jimmy, just imagine you like stretching out, and I just come <laughs> by and just give you a rib shot with like my with my Ohio State 2008 ring. I just give you a rib shot. I'm like, oh, yeah, you think you're tough, T.J. Watt? Bang. Like, what are you doing, Urban? If someone came up and kicked me <laughs> for no apparent reason in the leg, in there, your moneymaker, stretching, I promise you I'm putting my hands on that person no matter what stage of authority you are over me. And Urban comes back and says, oh, if that story, if that's what they're spreading, then that person gets fired immediately. Immediately. <laughs> There's 31 like, teams. Some will, some will get me. I think his coaching career is over. I think he dug such a hole. And I, now he's not going to get a spot on Fox. Because <laughs> he was on the college game day, like the pregame shows. And I think he might have even done minimal NFL coverage. He's not going to get a job with any of those networks. No, you know where he's going to go? 
He's going to go coach with Saban for three years. We're all going to forget. And then he's going to be right back in the spotlight. 